amazing episode for you today. I have my good friend Abby on, and she actually was getting ready for her first wellness competition in the MPC, and she decided not to do it. She decided not to follow through even after dieting, and she's going to share some of those experiences with you for her first time ever dieting down for a competition, why she decided not to do the competition, and the advice that she has for other people, women specifically, on how to really help the internal battle that we all have with ourselves and our physique and all of that. So stay tuned to the end. You don't wanna miss it. If you wanna share this, awesome. Give me a rating also, it does help me. And I love you. I can't wait for you to watch the episode. What's going on, you guys? I have my beautiful friend here, Abby. Hello, Abby. Hello, good morning. Yeah, good morning. You wanna say your last name for you because I don't ever know if I say Earnhardt. it. Earnhardt. Earnhardt. This is Abby Earnhardt. And we're going to share in the, I'll share in the description for you all of her ways to contact her and to stay up to date with her after you hear her wonderful story. Yes. So I brought Abby in today to talk about, we could talk about a lot of things. Yeah, we can. Okay. Real quick, Abby and I met in the gym. Yes. Yeah. So we're like gym friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So here we are. We're, we are recording in December. Um, I don't know when you guys were watching this or listening to this. Um, but we're kind of dressed a little bit warm and cozy. It's very cold outside. Yes. It's very cold. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to talk about Abby a little bit. So we'll talk about that because she's not real comfortable in the cold because you're no. from. No, I am not comfortable in the cold. I was born in San Diego, but when I was six, my whole family moved to Peru. So Peru. I'm, right now, <laughs> I am not having fun. This is very cold. <laughs> But my parents did a lot of mission work and, you know, a lot of outreach out in Peru. So that's where I grew up. I grew up in the driest desert of the world. So my skin was always super, super dry. I remember just like lathering myself in lotion because oh. it's so dry. Yeah. And literally our town was in the middle of all of these huge sand dunes. To get into the town, you had to like go through these sand dunes. It was the coolest thing yeah, ever. But How long did yeah. you live there? So I was 19 when I came back to the States for college, and I came back by myself. Oh. So my parents stayed in Peru, and that's how they did it. You know, I had two older siblings, and they would just be like, okay, you turn 18, go to college. So they would just send us to America to go to college. Oh, wow. So, I mean, it, it was definitely not easy because I call myself um, a third culture kid. I'm not American fully. I'm not proven, Peruvian fully. I'm like this weird third culture that doesn't <laughs> blend in either way. So I'm just like kind of floating around. So it was kind of difficult just trying to find my path in the States. And, you know, as I, you know, had kids and whatnot, it was just, it was different. So even now, like some jokes, like you guys have some sayings that you say, I've never heard in yeah. my entire life. Yeah, that's so funny. And people think I'm lying. I'm not you, lying. You know what, though? That's what makes you super unique. And I oh. think, um, I think really, um, I don't know another word for it, but appealing to people because you're so different, but like this very, um, like we're drawn to you and um, oh, your energy and you. your, your uniqueness and your kind of softness, but also she's not afraid to tell you how it is no. in the nicest way. In a very nice way. I'm not mean. No. I'm just blunt. Yeah. <laughs> and in, like in a nice that. way. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm the same exact way, and I think that's probably why we get along, you know, with Very a lot well, of things. Very true. <laughs> it's just no, it's, it's no BS. It's just how it is. We say how it is. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah, so I started following Abby. She was at the gym, and we had some mutual friends. Mm -hmm. um, and so she was kind of on this fitness journey. A lot of you guys know, if this is your first time watching, I used to compete for many years, and I haven't competed in a long time, but I'm still very 
into the fitness lifestyle. So I looked at Abby and I'm like, wow, she's beautiful, you know, and everybody in the gym is of course like, oh, she's beautiful, she should compete, and she never competed. <laughs> yeah, I don't um, know. Yes, so I'm gonna fast forward this story for her. Um, so she's in that she's she comes from this very unique culture background. So she's here planted in lovely cold Michigan. Unfortunately. <laughs> yes. She's in the gym with this very uh, kind of unique, very beautiful look that uh, if you guys can check her out, if you're watching this or you check her on an Instagram or anything, um, you you want to continue to look at your pictures. Uh, she's very, very beautiful. So, you know, I'm like, oh, she's pretty. I want to know her. Like, I like to know all the pretty girls. <laughs> and um, so, so she started to train with somebody in the gym yes. that her and I both go to. She had worked out before that. Yeah, I had been lifting for a while, but as like a newbie lifter. Just lifting, so why did you start lifting? Okay, so, so you're in Michigan. Well, I started lifting before Michigan. Okay. So I had my daughter and I gained a lot of weight. Okay. I gained a lot of weight with my daughter. And I just did How old is your daughter now? She's seven. Okay. She's seven now. And you're son. Sexy. Yes, and I have a son. That's four. Yes. So they're exactly four. like three years apart. Mm -hmm. So anyways, I had my daughter, and I just didn't love how I felt. And I had always had like this really negative way of speaking about myself. You know, we... It, I mean, it stems from so many different things, maybe culturally, what we see on magazines, what is the beauty standard, but I just... I was so mean to myself, so mean to myself. So when just I had, mentally. Just mentally, yeah. yeah, within myself. I never, I mean, I voiced it to probably the people closest to me, but mm -hmm. I think I, I rotted my brain with those words that I was saying to myself. Yeah. So when I had, when I got pregnant with my son, I was like, okay, we're not doing this. We're not going to gain a bunch of weight. I mean, it's, it's healthy to gain a certain amount of weight, but I just kind of was like, in my mind, I'm pregnant, I can eat whatever I want. Yes. Kind of a mindset yeah. with my first daughter. Mm -hmm. Or my... First child. <laughs> um, so anyways, with Xander, I, in my mind, that was the fittest I had ever been. So I worked out all the way through. After, the, after you had your daughter, and then you were the fittest you'd ever been That's before That's in my mindset, yes. 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 Right before I got pregnant. Yes. And we but had, that like, was the truth at the time. And at that time, been, very yeah. much. Mm -hmm. I just was skinny. Yeah. I was doing cardio. Just mm -hmm. cardio, cardio, cardio. And all then I would... And exactly, mm -hmm. that is all that I knew. But I would also like go look up on Instagram these fitness people that I loved and I loved how they looked and I would just randomly be like, oh, today I'm going to do this workout. Yeah. And just like, fall. I didn't know the rep ranges, sure. I didn't know what I was doing, but I started, you know, using the machines. I started using the dumbbells, but then also the majority was cardio. Yeah. And well, the interest eating. was there. Oh, for yes. sure. Yeah. So that was probably 2018, 2019. And then after I had my son, that's when I got into really like just lifting, lifting heavy. Um, so you learned about the value of lifting weights. Yeah, yes. the value. And, and you have like those newbie gains and like you get hyped about yourself and you're like, oh, I have a tricep line here. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. But still, I wasn't eating. I wasn't eating. So, you know, when you're eating a thousand calories a day and you're lifting, you're not going to have any progress as sure. we know now. Yes. As we know now. Um, but you're still struggling in that mindset. Oh yeah. Oh, I have never been kind to myself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so here you are, you, you went from kind of almost maybe I would, we could label it as skinny fat 
with yeah. after you know you first started working out a lot of people get that way they just do cardio because that's yeah. and and i never down anybody for doing that because that's their first sure. level of interest absolutely when i first started working out there was no social media so i was oh, then mm-hmm. to the magazines and i would do the same thing except we had the advantage of actually having to read the article to see the rep ranges how and interesting. To, <laughs> to have to see their entire workout and we would have to read like i picked up the arnold encyclopedia of bodybuilding uh-huh. at 15 years old because I, and then, so I would follow what he did and I would see it. So that's, the, that's a, I think that's a little difference um, between the age ranges, yeah. you know, because we had to read and we had to see what they were doing. We had to see what they were eating, even if it wasn't the correct thing. We saw they had some sort of structure, but we still did the same thing. We picked from here, did this, picked from here, did that. And so you're looking at Instagram mm-hmm. and social media growing up, growing up, I would say not growing up as a person, but I would say growing up into the fitness space in social media. I don't know what that's like. So here you are. Oh, yeah. And oh, you're that's interested. Yeah. So you're seeing all these people that you think look great and you pick yeah. an exercise or work from out. random people. You yeah. just be like, Oh, today I want to follow this girl or this, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's very funny. But so, yeah. so you pick those and so you had your son and you're like, Oh, lifting weights is fun. Yeah. But you still kind of hate true. yourself. Oh, yeah. Still at the same point. So you're doing things out of hate. Yeah. For yourself. We've yeah. done, I've did that for so long. That's so true. We're so unkind to ourselves. Um, and that's really a message that I try to spread. And that's one reason why I, that's one reason why you guys that Abby and I really connected because she loved my mission here mm-hmm. with living fit mm-hmm. and just kind of how we're supporting women, but even just everybody in general to yeah. really love themselves, Absolutely. appreciate their body. So Absolutely. I'm telling you all this and kind of getting to the point of, um, so she joins the gym. She starts lifting weights. She still has a negative mind frame. She's not eating no, that not much. Eating. And so there's still more education to be had. Yeah. So she hires a trainer. Yeah. So right before that, I went on like a dirty bulk. Okay. I had some friends that were like into weightlifting and they were like, okay, you want to grow, you got to bulk. So that was the first time that I understood that nutrition mattered. Okay. That was the first So this time. was before you hired a trainer. Right before I got to And you did Michigan. a dirty bulk. And a dirty okay. bulk. Eat whatever. <laughs> yeah. Eat whatever. I never I did that. Burgers. I never did that. Yeah. On accident, maybe, but not on purpose. Yeah, but then you gain 20, 30 pounds and how much body fat? It's not worth it. Don't do it. Yeah. But that's what I did. There's a better way. That's what I did. But then I fell in love with this wellness competitor. Her name's Julia Renee. Mm -hmm. Not just the way that she looked, but her mission is just beautiful. And she has struggled with, like, eating disorders and just, that's, like, her mission is to help other women overcome that. And just Mm -hmm. seeing the way that she was... And being a wellness competitor, this is when wellness division first came out. And okay. like, you know, yeah, I know she is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. She's amazing. She's incredible. She's actually one of the few that I can re- know what she looks like if you say your name. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's so, and I've met her in person. I met her at the Arnold. Okay. She is exactly the same okay. as she is on awesome. social media, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, but I saw her and I was like, that's what I want to do. Yeah. I was like, I want to compete. And I want to be like Julia. Mm-hmm. And so I was at a random Anytime Fitness in Flint. And I just was like, I need to find a coach. I need to find a trainer that can help me get to that goal. Because I understood at that point that I couldn't do it by myself. Sure. I needed guidance. Mm-hmm. So I just went around and asked like the trainers that were walking around. Like, okay, do you know anyone that's a bodybuilding coach? Because I was yeah. Googling it. I was on Instagram. I'm like, where are these people? Where are these coaches? Like, how do you find them? And so he was like, okay, here's Vinny's number. Yeah. Just give him a, like, send him a text. I didn't know that he owned his own gym. Like, I didn't know anything about yeah. his wife or anything like that. Um, I just texted him. He said, come in. 
And then boom, he was like, come in on Monday and we'll start trading. Yeah. So it was great. And that was that. And that was that. Yeah. So she's talking about uh, Vinny and Jennifer. They own a gym here in the area yes. in Michigan. It's in Flint. It's called The Gym. The Gym. There's your shout out. Yeah. <laughs> the Gym. Amazing. Yes. And I've known Vinny actually since I was about 14 or 15 years old. Of course. Uh, yes. Of and course. him and I did, we started bodybuilding together. And, so cool. uh, and so, so that's who she's talking about. Yes. So she started training with Vinny, um, for her first competition. Um, and I remember that's kind of around the time that I met her, which yeah. she was in that gym kind mm -hmm. of competing or training to compete. I had got kind of mm -hmm. word that she was competing. I'm an NPC judge. Uh, so I do mm -hmm. pay attention a little bit to the yeah. competitors, just not really judging in any stretch, but just kind of, I like to know what yeah. people are doing and just kind of be involved in the game. And I, Absolutely. I'm a cheerleader of the sport. Yeah. Um, for the right reasons, uh, and I like to talk to people when they decide it's not for them as well. Yeah. So uh, I wanted to bring this part of the story yeah. to my listeners because there's a lot of people that sometimes will set these goals, yeah. and they'll think, oh gosh, I can't do this, or they'll talk negative about themselves, or sometimes they get to the point and they think they have to they have to step on that stage if they don't feel quite ready. And I think there's a fine line because yeah. you have to weigh that for each person. Absolutely. But so Abby was getting ready for her competition. Mm -hmm. She had all of her ducks in a row. Yeah. She was doing everything she should have done mm -hmm. to a T because that's who she is. Mm -hmm. um, and Oops, she, yes. <laughs> and, and then she's like posting. And that's the thing about social media too. Like everybody, like people will post their journey. Yeah. And some people don't, some people do. You're very open. If you guys yeah. follow her on TikTok, yeah, um, that's where she shares a lot. And that's where you yeah. really shared your personality. Yes. And we'll talk about that in a second and how that helped you. Yeah. Um, so she's sharing all of her journey. Everybody's watching her. So that adds pressure. Yes. Okay. So the whole world in her mind is yeah. watching. Right. And she got quiet for a little bit on social media yeah. because you decided not to compete. Yeah. So she was going through her cut cutting phase yeah. and that's for those that don't know that's where you kind of start to get lean and you go into your competition because bodybuilding competing isn't healthy long term and it's that the, those last few months or couple months is not really realistic and no. it's not really healthy unless you've done the work beforehand which she had so here she is she's really close to her competition date yeah. she's doing the work and then she decides to not do it yeah. which for some people and some coaches that's like unheard of and yeah. so she, that's, that's a lot of pressure that you get from other people right. and then on yourself. So you announced right. you're not doing it. Mm -hmm. How did that make you feel? And what made you decide that you weren't going to step on that stage? I mean, there was a, a lot of factors. So I had been prepping for seven, almost eight weeks at that point. Mm -hmm. So we had already lost a lot of weight. This is the already... cutting prepping, you guys. This isn't the bulking prep that she's talking mm -hmm. about because that's the fun part, lifting the weight right. and eating the food. Yeah. yeah. No, you're feeling weak. I felt like going up my stairs at my house, I was exhausted. This is the first time she had ever done a diet like that. Yes. Mm -hmm. I had never done a prep before. It is extremely intense. And, you know, ideally, you want to work with a prep coach for at least a year, right, mm -hmm. before you go into prep. So I had... I believe unrealistic expectations going into it okay. um, and looking back what I do things differently absolutely but I think that my downfall was this it was not how I looked on the outside it was absolutely my mind my mindset the way that my relationship with myself mm -hmm. because if you don't love yourself at your 
you know, heaviest yeah. or whatever, you are not going to love yourself at your leanest. And I learned that the hardest way possible because I looked at myself in the mirror and I was, I had never been under 135 pounds, never. So I'm looking at myself at 135 pounds. And how tall I'm, are you? I'm 5'5". Five five. Okay. And I was extremely lean. Mm -hmm. I had abs. You could see my vascularity. You could see every muscle on my body. But I'm looking at myself and I'm like, you're ugly. You're fat. You're this. You're that. You're not You're not worthy to be on this stage. It just mean things about myself. A lot of people go through that. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so you're like, this ain't right. No, I knew. Yeah. And I knew and, but you know what? The way that your mind is processing things comes out in your body. Mm -hmm. Stress comes out in your body. I was holding water. I for like two weeks that we were not losing weight. Like there, there was something not right. Yeah, there was something not right. And you could, you even mentioned to me how I was displaying myself on social media was very unhappy. Yeah, you could tell I was yeah. unhappy. Anybody that asked how I was doing or if I, I was excited, I was like, I'm not ready yet. I was like, I'm not, I'm not good enough yet. Like mm -hmm. anytime someone said you look good, I was like, No, I don't. Yeah, you're lying. Like I never took a compliment and was like, thank you. Yeah. Yes, I have been working very hard. Yes, I do know that, that I look amazing. I couldn't say that about myself. Yeah. Not being conceited, but just oh, no, no, no. saying, yes, I put in yeah. that work. So we decided, well, I decided, decided. I decided. And that's an important role here, you guys, because, yeah. and this is something that I was very proud of you on the outside that you didn't know, uh, because I have always been one to say, you know what, those coaches work for you. Yeah. And although, and, and some people might disagree, I've been in the business for t over 20 years, so come at me yeah, if you want. Um, and I think coaches need coaches, and I had a coach yeah. my entire career. However, uh, at the end of the day, I was paying him. Yeah. And if I felt that I wasn't quite ready, we would have that talk. Yeah. And, you know, and so I was proud of you for being a first-time client walking into this whole world, which is much bigger now that you see. Oh yeah. Um, and much harder than people realize. Yeah. And that's one thing I appreciated about your social media is you were very transparent for people to Thank see you. that part of your journey. Like, yeah. like this crap is hard yeah. and this don't feel right. And this is not healthy long-term right. like people think it is. So, so what I was proud of was that you said, no, I'm not doing this. Even yeah. though everybody's like, oh my gosh, Abby's not The amount of DMs I got, I was like, you could, people feel like they deserve an answer. Yes. And I'm like, and you don't have to explain yourself. I don't yourself. have to tell you why. Yeah. You know, this is just what I'm doing. It's just very funny how people think they're yes. entitled to that. But yeah. yeah. And you get a following. So on TikTok, you have a lot of people that follow you and even on Instagram now. So, um, you know, people, you know, you're right is that they, they think they, they feel deserving because they get to know you. And yeah. so and so part of you probably feels like you owe them some type I felt of like that. I think I did feel like that. Mm -hmm. um, and you came on and, and you talked about it yeah. after a week or so of yeah. processing. Processing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Being, I mean, I was a little bit sad because you put in a lot of work and I had been doing, you know, 45 minutes of cardio, 13,000 steps a day. I was exhausted. Like yeah. prep, it was my life. You cannot have a life outside of prep. It was mm -mm. insane. And with kids. Very, and she was working at the time. And I was working. Yeah. It just was a lot. Um, but I knew that the relationship with myself was not there. And that that was... It, it was like limping around. Yeah. I was not, I was not whole. I was not okay. Mm -hmm. And I had to admit that to myself and say, Wow, Abby, 
something needs to change. Yeah. But that's a really big step. And that was very mature of you to do. Thank you. As it was a, hard. Yes. And it was hard. And I, yeah. and I saw the pain and I remember yeah. you even saying to me, I didn't need the explanation. Yeah. I didn't put any pressure on you, but you came to me in the locker room and you told me about it. Yeah. And it was almost like a release because yeah. you're like, I decided not to do it. And then breathe. And all this stress <laughs> just came up. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people push through and do it anyway. I know I did right. a lot of competitions. I should, I had no business doing because I literally hated myself yep. and that you guys out there listening, <laughs> if you, or watching or just listening to this and some of you are like, oh, that's body dysmorphia. A hundred percent it's body yeah, dysmorphia. Like we are sure. very transparent about mm -hmm. that. This sport has it trinkled in everywhere. Yeah. And you have to be really careful because there yes. is that fine line that you ride. Um, and she decided to step on the good side of it. And you know, I wanted so bad for you to share that story and be able to encourage others to say, it's okay if you, if you decide it's not right for you right, right. this second or ever. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. like, I always even say like, if you're reading a book and you don't like it, you don't have to finish it. You know, I don't finish watching shows or movies that I don't like. Right. You Absolutely. know, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. so, so that, I think that's just a, a big lesson, um, because Very big. we feel so much pressure and you know, especially with social media. Yes. It's mm -hmm. kind of unhealthy for when, sure. Very unhealthy, yeah. but I think that when you can do the work on the inside, it, life will yeah. be so much so easier. So what are you doing now? So, much so let's easier. bring us to the future or the present right now and then talk about mm -hmm. the future real quick. Um, so the present Abby is happy and she's yes. whole and she is enjoying yes. this. I guess if you could say grow season, some people use those terms. To me, this is just like average fun yeah and you're you're like in that. the gym and yeah. you're you have goals mm -hmm. to get on stage still we will see okay so we'll see i right. i am not a hundred percent either way i think that i will not step on stage again until i know that i'm okay up here yeah i will so what are you doing for that process therapy helps mm -hmm. i will tell you therapy is a great thing for so you, you to do therapy yes okay absolutely awesome um i started therapy when i was 27 so mm -hmm. only you know almost two years now mm -hmm. so i would say start awesome. it as early as you can because i had a lot of just garbage in my mind a lot of heavy so years. you know i always say say how i was being negative about myself and how now when i look at myself in the mirror i don't I don't allow myself to say those negative things. Instead, I say three positive things about myself. And I didn't come up with that. Mm -hmm. You know, my therapist told me about that. Um, but I know that she didn't invent that. That's a thing that you can do that's been proven over time that if you say three positive things about yourself and literally just keep saying them, mm -hmm. keep saying them, trick your brain yeah. into it's so powerful. just reverting back and changing your mindset because your mindset dictates your actions mm -hmm. and how you treat other people mm -hmm. and how you feel like that that is such a huge lesson that I've learned and I'm I mean it, it, life is what life is but I wish I would have learned it earlier instead of being 28 and just now learning to have a good you're relationship so with myself you're thank so you. young <laughs> thank you you're so young I went through my entire 20s like and 30s wow. hating myself so like you are way ahead of you know, yeah. a lot of the world, especially that gets sucked yeah. in because, right. you know, and your goals, a lot of your goals too, is to be an influencer on social media in a positive set. Not, not just, For not sure. just some average, like 
comedian or, you know, not average comedian because I follow a lot of really funny people and I follow them because they are funny. So, um, but but you want to create a positive impact. Um, I do. I do. And you know, the other thing is the way that I interact with other women. And this Mm -hmm. is something that you have taught me greatly in the last couple months is lifting other women up, Mm -hmm. seeing someone in the locker room. I love your leggings. Those yeah. look so good on you. I love your hair. I love just complimenting women and giving them a reason to smile and feel better about themselves. What does that cost you? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. And I have always just wanted to be known for someone that was a, an uplifter. Yes. And that's why I want to get around you and get around our circle of mm-hmm. friends because that is our common denominator. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is what we desire. So I share, I sh- oh, I'm grateful for you. Uh, and I share her stuff all the time because I'm like, oh my gosh, like she's doing great. Like she's beautiful. She's awesome. And I, you know, and I, I, I'm glad that I give that energy up because that Absolutely. is who I want to encompass. And that is who yeah. I want to bring in with me. Um, and, and so, but I, I love that you are doing the three things about yourself. Yes. So I had a, sh- I had a show, uh, a episode, it's a while back, but I talked about 15 minutes about how I, recovered myself I didn't go to therapy I went to therapy once you guys when um they told me something was wrong with me my sports psychologist told me nothing was wrong with me um but I was very I was really sick and ill at the time however um I just was like I've had enough of feeling bad about myself so God laid it on my heart every time I looked at myself that I and as a lot of you guys have heard this so but that I would not like anything about myself in the mirror and I promised myself through, through prayer, like God literally transplanted it into my heart. Do not say those words out loud. Mm. So I wouldn't because I had my son. And I thought, yeah. I would never let him talk about himself exactly. like that. I would never want him to hear me saying those things about myself. So exactly. I stopped saying things out loud. And I looked at one thing that I loved about myself. Mm. I didn't love anything. I really hated everything I about myself it. from head to I toe. But I loved my collarbone. I thought, I really have a nice clavicle. Yeah. And I, for probably a year only looked at my collarbone and I would say I mean I'm not joking I had some clients in here the other day we had a meeting about their nutrition and stuff and I was talking about that with them and I said I don't care if you find one thing if it's your left shoulder or you have a tattoo on your arm (laughs) if you like your your right eyebrow right if that's the only thing you can find only let yourself speak that out loud yeah and if you're looking at yourself and you're like I hate this I hate that who cares just like you said, transfer, transforming your mind. Yeah. And that changed everything for me. Absolutely. And my son is nine now. And I still, those kids never hear me say a mm. single word about my mm. body, good or bad. We don't yeah. talk about the physical. And I, I know you're that. like that too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very much like that because I want to compliment character things about mm-hmm. my kids. Like, I see the effort that you put in to do blank. Yes. You know, that yeah. I think that's important to teach them as well. Because we went not. through so much negative talk to ourselves. Yeah, and we see the errors that were made growing up, and we're like, okay, I don't want to be that. And I think now, um, I know we got to wrap this up pretty soon, because you have to go get your son. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I think now, though, with social media, I think the beauty standards are ridiculous. I mean, I'm grateful for hair extensions and all the options that we have. Um, I haven't dove into Botox, but at one point, maybe I will, but I would say like 90% of my friends have it, but there's like, where do the beauty standards stop? You know, and, and what do we hold ourselves up to, you know? Um, and you had posted just, I think yesterday on your TikTok. So this is time sensitive. You guys can scroll through her stuff. Um, it's always going to be positive, so it doesn't matter. Um, uh, about how you could see somebody 
on Instagram or mm -hmm. any social media platform for that matter and not know how long they've been working out. Yeah. Um, you know, you've been working out for a really long time mm -hmm. and I've been working out for a really long time, but people might see that and they either might get jealous or they'll right. compare themselves exactly. or they'll expect unrealistic results. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like, where, like, where do we, I, that's just, that's kind of open ended question. Like, where do we, where do we stop those at, at what point do we stop? You know, at what point do we stop saying, okay, um, you know, to slow down aging or, you know, maybe age gracefully or whatever, <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't know the answer. You don't know the answer. Absolutely. But I think you're on the right road. And I think myself as well is just mm -hmm. kind of loving on other women yes. and accepting them and really truly loving. I like, I literally love, it has to be women. genuine. And it I'm so proud genuine. of every person that comes in the gym. And those people that are intimidated and they are like, oh, Abby looks so great. Or look at Pam. She's doing and X, that Y, has anything to do with me? Yeah. No. And they are intimidated. But, yeah. like, we are the people that are so happy you're there. Yeah. Like, exactly. we want to hug you because exactly. you just walked through those doors. And I think that's not normal. Like, it, women, I think we yes. talked about this on your last podcast, mm -hmm. we're, we're set to, like, pinning each other against each yep. other. For what reason? Yeah. Why, why would I not want you to be successful in your YouTube? It's right. doing amazing. Why would I not be happy for you to right. be successful on social media? Yeah. Why, why would I not? Yeah. I want you to win right. in every way. Yeah. It's just silly. It's silly. It is. Stop. Yeah. yeah. So, so I think we're on that kind of that same page. Yeah. Um, and I want you guys to make sure that you look Abby up and follow her stuff and follow Thank her journey. You. Even if she never competes, you guys, um, I think you have, We'll see. Yeah, I think you have a big mission um, yeah. in this fitness space um, and just the empowerment space uh, for other women and, and kids, I think, too, because... That's what's important right now. Our kids are going to be all up on that social media. And they're watching everything that you're doing and uh, hearing yes. everything that you say. Mm -hmm. So we, have, we, as mothers, have to be extra careful. Yeah. Extra careful. Yeah. And they see us work out because we love ourselves. And I, and I won't say out loud like that. Like, I won't say like, oh, even if I feel fat or whatever, or if I don't like the way that my leg looks, I don't say anything. Nope. You know, my daughter the other day said, mom, I love everything about you. Cause I say that to her. She said, Aww. I even love your wrinkles that make you look like you have two eyebrows. I was like, <laughs> I said, well, that's kind of mean. She said, I, I said, no offense, but we're supposed to be honest. And I said, you are absolutely, I mean, you're not wrong, you're right. but come on. So we have to like say, okay, so thank you. I just love like, everything about you too. That hurt my feelings, but okay. Yeah, I'm going to cry now. No, but I just say, you know what? I've earned these. So, oh, you know, absolutely. And we just, I, and, and that made me realize like we have to like, age gracefully in front of our children yeah. and you know it's true and they're painfully <laughs> honest and I love them <laughs> that's so Aww. funny so was there anything you want to share um I want to have you back on obviously like for Thank more you. topics and anything you want to talk yeah. about but um I'm just thing. grateful like I've always wanted to be known for someone that is grateful mm -hmm. and I know you've heard me say it a thousand yes. times anything that we do together I'm always saying thank you thank you thank you because a grateful heart is everything yeah and yeah, just thank you for having me. Thank you for letting me share my thoughts and yeah. thank you for just being an amazing friend. I am yeah. incredibly grateful that you came in my life, not even six, eight months ago. Yeah. So yeah. And she's just a big part of the community. So I think that's, that's kind of what we're building here. Yeah. 
um, and even on this platform, and this will be on my yes. YouTube and podcast and all that stuff. Um, but that's really, you're the type of person, you are the type of person that I want to bring in to this. Um, Thank you. Because this is what we're trying, this is our mission. Yeah. Um, we don't want anybody to feel alone. Absolutely. Um, because everybody's going to start somewhere. Health isn't linear. No. And we're going to have ups and downs. Mm -hmm. um, and we just kind of want to be there for each Absolutely. other. Absolutely. Thank you. Yep. All right, guys, make sure you like, subscribe, share this, rate this if you guys are on, um, on the podcast and give us a good rating. So love you.